Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Am I allowed to say I really wanted this? Podcast. I'm just a girl from a trailer park who had it. Podcast. Roxy Sorkin, your father just won the Academy Award. I'm going to have to insist on some respect from your podcast. I just want to thank every podcast I've ever met in my entire life. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Miles Davis, Robert Mitchum, Shorty Smith, Joe Vitrano, Ray Kramer, Rupert Cross, J.T. Walsh, and Luana Ander. Sorry, no. There's a mistake. Show Me the Money Podcast. You guys won best podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Show Me the Money Podcast, where we will be your guides through this movie awards season, specifically how to gamble through it mm. and make millions. We can get you more money than you would get for being a movie star with these yes. picks. Um, so before I do anything else, uh, if you listen to Get Rich Nick, if you're a fan, then you know these guys. If you've listened to the B.O. Boys, then you know these guys. And if you've done anything else with your life, you have no idea who they are. Or me. Thank you for coming. Please welcome to the stage Clayton Gumbert and Pat Stango. Welcome, guys. What's the up, B.O. Nick Boys Turner? Yourselves. Yeah, we are hey, the B.O. Boys. Uh, people know us as the B.O. Boys. We analyze movie box office twice a week with, with how movies did in the past weekend, how they're doing this coming weekend. But now it is time for a higher calling, which is the three of us are going to predict and, and tell you who are going to win all of these upcoming movie awards shows that this is this is what we've been waiting to do our whole life okay now. yeah and if you're at home uh pat that's pat stango talking, yeah that's and me. he I'm has passing. glasses mm -hmm. yeah so that's going to be something you're gonna need to think about when he's talking mm -hmm. uh clayton gumbert our third host how are you first in my heart oh thank you i'm doing well um and i think should we kind of just give the people who are listening who haven't listened to these other two shows which they haven't how dare you we need to get our pedigree what our pedigree is what our bona fides sure. are sure right why, why you should you lead listen to as the latest winner why don't you go first yeah so i won our annual oscar pool this past oscar season okay, one of the most I, I do have to just i want to give just a little backstory you know i was a boy who loved oscar movies and uh or oscar uh telecast and i loved winning um parties and i won so many parties i never got invited to anymore and then i found a group of people who loved movies and knew about them as much as i did and we have been in a incredibly competitive oscar pool for many years um it's not like your oscar pool you can't you can't get 12 categories and win uh, you got to get it damn near perfect. And last year, Clayton won. Sorry. Yes. And Nick, you had won, I think, the two previous years, possibly. Is that or at least the year previous? I had won the year previous and two years before that, I believe. I think there was a year in the middle. But I have and won you, two record holder. You won that year 
on Anthony Hopkins when no one else believed in Anthony Hopkins. And a lot of people call me the father because of that. We, I call you the father. Yeah, the father. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my nickname. Yeah, yeah. Your son is the only one who at this point doesn't call you the father, but that's right. just because he doesn't understand Oscar gambling yet. He's a baby. Right, the concept of, of fathers. Yeah. Um, and also gambling. Yeah, not yet. He will. No. Um, yeah, so Clayton, you won last year's Oscar pool in our group, which again, you have to damn near have a perfect score to win. What do you get wrong in a, in, in one of these where we win? Like I missed one 22 at least. Yeah. I missed one and it was one of the shorts. How many total are there? Total categories? 25, 23, I believe 23. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're not getting 2021, I mean, good fucking luck. Get the hell out of here. Right. Right. There, there's, there's people who win Oscar pools at their offices and they miss best picture. You know, they miss like three of the acting awards, but because the it's, the yeah. skill level is so low, they can still win. Obviously, that's on our, our Oscar Bowl. So that goes to show Clayton obviously is a star when it comes to picking winners at the Oscars. He won last year. Nick, of course, is a star. He's the LA Rams of this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Nick, of course... Um, one of the, the rare loss, one of the rare losses that you had in Oscar pools, Nick, was the year when Moonlight, when uh, uh, La La Land was announced as the best picture, yeah. and then Moonlight was announced a minute later as the actual best picture. Yeah. you won if La La Land's uh, so, win had held, right, and then I actually it was taken have, away from you. I actually have had the feeling of winning this Oscar pool three times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. One of them uh, turned into uh, one of the biggest tragedies of my life. Yes, yes. And, yes. and um, when that was when that was happening, Nick, were you doing a running commentary in your mind? Where you know on the stage you were saying, "Wait, there's been a mistake." Uh, Moonlight won. In your mind was 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 it saying, "Oh, there's been a mistake. Nick is not going to the steakhouse tonight." Yes, very famously. My wife was also there, and we—I I believe the prize was at least five hundred bucks. And so, right, we were planning on going to Mwell's Steakhouse, a place we never went, still never went. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were looking at the menu for the steakhouse, and it's a very expensive restaurant. And uh, we were going to go, and we were going to order everything, and uh, and and it was taken away. Mm-hmm. Uh, with an a instinct. very deserving award and uh you know let's hear it for him. yes of course the caveat oh, yeah. is always we moonlight is a great movie moonlight is obviously win. better than la la land we don't need to discuss this we don't need to discuss yeah. that but we do need to discuss that warren Beatty wronged you that year nick turner cost you yeah. a steak dinner he still owes you if you ever see him in the streets of la he owes you a steak well i still i have a standing hundred dollars to anyone who can give me warren Beatty's address mm-hmm $100. No so questions I, asked. I think I think what we've shown here is that's one way where you could win money on these Oscars and of course all the other satellite awards the SAGs, Golden Globes is just your friends and family or other local gamblers you have these pools. So uh, uh, over the course of the series that'll be one way we encourage you to win some money is to just basically find some suckers, get them into a room and take the money right out of their wallets. That's an easy way of getting people some show money. up to a party, yes. to an Oscar party. And they're like, how much is a ballot? $20. Here you go. 
They yep. get the ballot, and then audibly, they're like, "I didn't see any of these movies," mm-hmm. and you're like, "What? What? Do you have a phone? Right? You right. haven't Googled who's gonna win? Right? Like the yeah. debates between Anthony Hopkins and Chadwick Boseman, and then you come in and you're like, "I think it's gotta be Weird Al Yankovic's year." Wait, he wasn't nominated? Right? Right? Idiot! Right. Yeah. That, That's that, 80% of people at Oscar parties. Yeah, they don't even know. They're still saying, oh, Dances with Wolves. They think Dances with Wolves will win again, and, and yeah. it won't. Well, the reboot. Yeah. Well, the reboot I've heard is good. The Peacock series, Dance with Wolves, is supposed yeah. to be pretty good. But he never left that tribe. No. And, and the stuff he's been up to since, it's been, uh, it's been hilarious. Honestly, and I hate to say this, but I think that tribe really needed a white guy to to shake things up. Yes, yes. It showed it gave them a new perspective. Yeah. Um but that so that's going to be one way to make money over the course of this. Find some suckers, get them into an Oscar pool, SAG pool, Golden Globe pool, and it really just costs you putting out a cheese plate, ordering a pizza, and then everyone's throwing 20, 30 dollars into the pool and and you just take it cuz you're just going to bet what we tell you to bet. But that is for months away pat so what do we do in the meantime well in the meantime there are many award shows on the road to the big one the big one is the oscars but that doesn't happen until march but on the road to the oscars you got your golden globes you got your sag awards you got your producers guild you got your directors guild you got your writers guild you got your critics choice and you got your people's choice. You got you, your spirit awards. You got your BAFTAs coming. Oh, your BAFTAs. We're mm. going international this year. And the, the thing is, you know, last year, uh, I know for me it was, and I think it was for you too, Nick and Clayton, was the first year I ever gambled on the Oscars with a, with a gambling website with a bookie of any kind. You know, and the thing is, they're out there now. These websites are taking bets on all these award shows. And the dirty little secret is they are those people at the office who don't know really what the odds should be, what these movies are. The bookies, they're smart when it comes to college football. They're smart when it comes to the NBA. It's going to be tough to beat them there. I know there's a lot of great shows on this sports gambling podcast network that are going to give you the tips, but the bookies know how to set the lines for the NFL. They do not know how to set the lines when it comes to the SAG Awards. And that is, that is, I think, it's a secret that may not be out for many more years, but I think it still holds true. They don't know how to set these lines right now. No, of course not. There's like, if, if you get a basketball game, mm-hmm. you have like just millions of pages of data. <laughs> Yes. Uh, you know, that you can crunch. And here, every team is uh, drops all their players every year and leaves the league. Yes. And a new team comes in and tries to scramble and get new players and win the tournament. Yes. <laughs> it's just fucking nonsense. Yes. It's like with the uh, entertainment award shows, it's, it's every year the Yankees disappeared and there had to be a new team and the Yankees will never come back and the Cowboys will never come back. It is just <laughs> completely new teams that never existed the year before. And all these bookies have to have to say, I don't know, are these, is this new team, are they the best? I, I have no idea. They never existed a year ago. 
Okay, Pat. So because of this, mm-hmm. uh, the legal gambling sites in the United States, mm-hmm. in the states where it is legal to gamble, I don't know, okay. it's half the states now. Your DraftKings, your, I don't know, uh, win bets, of course. Your I mean, win yeah, bets, of course. for this, yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. the like redheaded stepchild of this network because while win bets does everything on the level mm-hmm. uh, and is a reputable agency and oh, is held right. to certain standards and mm-hmm. uh, is Handsome able too. to prove that they can pay for everything. I don't know what goes into it. Yeah. The sites, they're, they're great. Yeah. Bet your mortgage with win bets. That's sure. what I always But say. if you want to gamble entertainment odds, you cannot go legit. Mm-hmm. So luckily there are, I don't know, maybe a dozen sites I know that you can gamble with no matter what city, what state you're in. Right. Um, and uh, so what we're talking, Bovada, we're talking my bookie, sportsbetting.ag, mm-hmm. betus.fv, uh, you know, betmoney.qr code. Right, right. It gets... It gets a, uh, you know, the, there's no dot coms in this industry is what I'm trying to say. No, no. They're all dot islands. Yes, because right. a dot com is regulated by the United States. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's what we're dealing with. And are these sites secure? I have um, bet with almost all of them. And I've never had a real problem other than the fact that uh, gambling <laughs> makes you lose almost always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... That's the only problem I have is that gambling is entertainment and not job. Well, yeah, regular sports gambling. This is a job. Yes. And and, but the thing is, these sites that we're going to mention over the course of this series, the ones we've used, none of them have gotten our identity stolen at the no, no, that I've literally never had a problem with any website, uh, any gambling website. Yeah. I mean, my bona fides. My bona fides, other than, of course, being co-host of the B.O. Boys, therefore embedded deep in the entertainment industry, is last year, me and Nick, we both separately bet a bunch of money on different uh, uh, Oscar categories. And I think my bookie is what we both used. And I ended up, at the end of the, that night, and not betting very much, I ended up like plus 400 or so dollars, Use my bookie, Eventually, I got my money. It took a couple of emails back and forth. They wanted to give me Bitcoin. They wanted to give me, you know, my bookie credits or whatever they have. But eventually, I got cash money, U.S. dollars sent back to me. So we're going to use these sites that are not win bets. Hopefully, someday win bets could let us bet on the Oscars, but not yet. But we've. I don't think it's up to them. I don't think they're in the boardroom meeting. They're like, I just don't think Nick, Pat, and Clayton have earned it. I think I think it's still worth a letter writing campaign. So if the listeners of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network want to write win bets and say, "Hey, let us bet on the Oscars," it probably can't hurt. So for sure, know. Clayton, what's your experience gambling? Well, I you know watched you guys gamble last uh, you know last year, yeah. and you seem to be okay now. So I'm feeling like I can dip my toe into it. I mean, you know, I d- I've done the Oscar pool stuff. I didn't go on any of the offshore sites, but I do think now, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. You can edit this out, but aren't we getting a little bit of uh, do re mi to do it? Well, uh, for sure. No. Yes. So We're going to have be. ads on this. Yes. This is a legitimate project. 
and we will be putting that in together to to make our bets with. We will not be take we will not be dipping into our own pockets. Hopefully that's the whole point of doing a podcast. You get a little I say doe, you say Ray, Pat says me. Yeah. Me, me, of course. Yeah. So nobody's college fund is being used. No, and this is actually what I talked to, you know, the empresario of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Sean Green, when I pitched this. Great man. And we Handsome. talked about um, money. I told him I want every dollar that we can get from this to go into the bets. Yes. yes. Because if I take a dollar in my pocket, that that's like 10 cents to what it will be in April. Yes. Or March. Spoken like a true gambler. That week or whatever. Yeah. 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 So uh, also another thing to remember, we covered this a lot last year, but uh, we will have information on our website, whatever the website is, whether we have a website or we use just on the Patreon or I know there's a discord on um, uh, the SGPN discord. Mm -hmm. They are starting an entertainment channel. Oh, that's great. Just for us. I love it. Yeah. Um, And they're expanding. We're a part of that. And that's great. Um, and so we'll have information there as well. But we're going to figure out whatever the centralized place is. Um, and there will be referrals. And if you use one of our referrals, that's great. We'll play with it. Lose our money. Never get it out. Mm-hmm. And um, if you use our referral, they're going to be like, hey, double your money. You know, for every $100 you put in, we'll give you $200. And that always comes with a big rollover like a 10 times rollover and a 10 times rollover means they keep it. Don't You're never going to win 10 fucking times no. your money and take it out. I mean, it's always possible, but it's not very likely. So if you use one of our referrals, they'll, they'll give you that flashy pitch, but don't take it. Just mm-hmm. put your money in, use that money to bet. And then when you're done, you get to take the money out. Yes. But if you, Put that in. Take the referral. You win everything on Oscar Sunday. You're still going to have to like bet it on, you know, esports, right? You right. know, till four in the morning and lose. What all. A, what a what a great racket for these offshore gambling sites. You know, like old time Italian gangsters must must salivate when they see the kind of things that these gambling sites would get away with that they didn't they didn't think of doing in the 1980s. It's so funny. I don't have any experience with legit gambling because, I mean, they just put it up uh, for vote in California Mm -hmm. and it was like 80 something to 20, you know, uh, no against. It didn't work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so that's but there was a very big, 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 big push against it. Um, Spearhead. I don't know who even spearheaded it, but they got like all of the. Um, the native tribes, uh, who have gambling interests mm-hmm, to come mm-hmm. out against it. And it seemed like it was like a win against, you know, or like for, uh, you know, uh, natives in the country. Okay. So they got, they got people to vote with their hearts, but not with their head. There was, yeah, a lot I of, mean, there was I a lot know. of, a lot of, uh, guilt votes against Honestly, as gambling. someone who only loses money for fun on gambling sites, playing sports or betting on sports and only wins doing this, mm-hmm. I can't do this on a, on a legit site. Right. So if right. every state has legit sites, these sites will go away. Right. Right. And there won't be any entertainment gambling. Right. And it's all we want to do. It's all we want to do. Cause again, 
That is where I think right now you could game the system or with these award show entertainment bets because again the bookies do not know movies the way they know touchdowns the way they know slam dunks the way they know grand slam home runs they know all of those things well they know they slam doinks they know they don't know slam doinks no yeah we know the so slam, slam doink is a proprietary term of the bo boys and nick turner oh we haven't really even explained your podcast i don't think in full well the bo boys separate podcast you can find that on a different feed but that is Every week, Clayton and I do two episodes where we look back at what the uh, movies did at the box office, analyze what went right, what went wrong, and then we predict how movies are going to do at the box office in the coming weekend. Because, of course, nothing matters in art more than dollars. And so we analyze the dollars of the movie industry. That is, again, part of our bona fides of why we know movies so well, why we know who's going to win, what's going to win all of these awards. So do we want to quickly touch on, you know, before we look ahead at this award season, some of the things that we learned last year and how those could apply to this year's awards race, you know, last year's Oscars, uh, of course, you know, give a refresher because no one remembers anything about that Oscars other than Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. But the, the, the award winners were, Coda, which was an Apple movie about a deaf family that won Best Picture. Best Actor was won by Will Smith. No one will ever remember that Will Smith won the I don't, Oscar. I didn't for, even remember he won. Mm-hmm. I forgot he had come back up. He, he had to come won back up. Best Actor in the same year that he ended his movie career. 15 minutes apart, he ended his movie career, and then he won the Academy Award for Best Actor. For and this King year Richard. has a big, like, award hopeful movie. Oh, he has uh, Emancipation. And I am really just as a Oscar viewer praying that he gets, he's not going to, but I'm praying he gets the nom 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 for best actor. Oh, he should win. If the Oscars want people to watch, Will Smith wins. Yes, he wins and he accepts over Zoom. It's not going to happen. he gets slapped by every entertainment industry rock. Yes. Even was, Jordan Rock is getting in there. Oh, that would be Master great. of Nuns Jordan Rock. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is a this is a question for the Academy because if they're a legitimate awards body, mm-hmm. you can't nominate Will Smith. But if you want your show to be entertaining and you want viewers, like you were saying, Nick, uh-huh. you absolutely do. But mm-hmm. here's the thing is that you got to have the industry vote on it. They're not going to just vote for something because it for the lulls, right? Right, right. They're um, not a bunch of jokers. Yeah. Can yeah. I put this out there, though? Mm-hmm. The United States, mm-hmm. arguably, you know, as respected as the Academy, mm-hmm. uh, when it does its nominations and announces its winners, its nominations include people like Donald Trump. He's He won before. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, Sarah Palin. Yep. Big one. Um, like uh, Bob Dole, who had a comic like pen arm situation. Like mm-hmm. He's a war hero. Oh. You mean that he was a war hero? No, for sure. I mean, look, we get that that Dan, what's his face, lost his eye in a war. But when that guy's on the other team, all bets are up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you really. Sp- yeah. And of course, really no one's on my team. Politics, libertarian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. JK. You've never you've yet to have a winner. Um, JK. 
But yeah, I, I mean, obviously the Oscar telecast this year should nominate Will Smith again. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I, if I was producing the Oscars, I would definitely, I would definitely nominate him. But he did win last year. He was pretty much a slam doink going into that. He was someone that was someone you couldn't win money on because he was such a favorite all the way through the season. You know, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. trick that we're going to show everyone is the money is in getting in early on the underdogs that actually should not be underdogs if the bookies and the odds makers really knew what was going on. So Will Smith last year was someone who you couldn't win big money on. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress for the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Someone else who would have been tough to win big money on because she was pretty much a favorite throughout that whole award season. But, guys, do you remember who we did win some pretty good money on last year at the Oscars? Oh, for sure. I almost named my baby Troy Kotzer. Oh, Mm -hmm. that... That was the guy, and he's the perfect example of where you could win money on award show gambling. So he was the co-star of CODA, and early on in the season, he was not the favorite supporting actor. It was the guy from Power the Dog, Jody Jody Lynn McPhee. What was that guy's name? Power the Dog. We don't remember because Cody Smith. Cody Smith McPhee. Cody Smith McPhee. He was the favorite, and then. Troy Kotzer won one of the early uh, prelim awards. Did he win? Was it the Golden Globe was the first thing that he won? I feel like he might have won something else before that. But it might have been the Globe. And once that happened, we all knew this guy was winning everything and this guy's winning the Oscar. And we got in when you could still get money on him as an underdog. We were getting like... Uh, over plus 1,000. Okay, so just uh, you're going to be hearing plus and minus numbers a lot. Yeah. Um, and plus means it's a long shot and minus means it's a favorite, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now uh, on a Bovada line, Brendan Fraser is the favorite to win Best Actor. Yes. A man who could not get a Spirit Award nomination. They just came out. Spirit yep. Award yeah. nominations are out. We'll talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so anyway, he's minus 150, which means mm-hmm. if you bet $100, you'd uh, get back $75. Right. You have to bet 150 to get 100, right? Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So what I said was wrong. And we'll take we'll edit that out from a future from when we re air these, but not from the original. Era. Yeah. In syndication. Yeah. We don't edit. No, no. But we'll, okay. yeah, we'll we'll edit it for when it airs late night on local television. Right, right. In the like in the eighties, in the two thousand eighties. Yeah, after WKRP in Cincinnati. Right. It's going to be uh, an episode of uh, Siskel and Roper. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, a, a show that never happened. Anyway, and then us. Anyway, so uh, and then yeah, so if it's plus one thousand, it means if you bet a hundred dollars, you would get a thousand dollars. So anyway, we got in at those very high numbers, uh, but we didn't have the bankroll last year and we didn't have, I think, the confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, And I first got into this uh, for like Parasite. I remember on Bovada that year, they had a bunch of lines and I bet a bunch on like Parasite to do as much as it could. And it did. 
Mm-hmm. And that that was my first, but that was like one website and it had four bets you could make. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And things have changed. And now there's okay. many websites, but there is absolutely no schedule. And it is nearly impossible to keep track of it all, mm-hmm. which is a thing that we are going to be doing as part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We will have a running tally of all the award show schedule and what websites you can bet those awards on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a but big I, I don't know if we're going to have a commercials, but if we are, we're going to go to commercial and we'll be right back. And we're back. Pat, take it. Yeah. Well, I was going to a big part of, I think what we're going to do on this show is just tell you where and when things are, because it's easy to know when to bet on the NFL. The games are every Sunday. And I guess now Mondays and Thursdays and, and every website lets you bet on the NFL. So you don't really need guidance on where and when to bet with entertainment award show gambling. Just knowing when these things are and where to go is like 80% of it. It's really, yeah. And, um, you know, betting the week of the Oscars is meaningless. Yes. There's no way yes. to make money then. Yeah. But what we're doing now is we're betting these crazy odds, plus 1,000, plus 2,000. Um, and you can bet on eight different movies if they're all over plus 1000 and still, if any of them hit, you get rich. Right. 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 Yeah. Not rich, but you know, I mean, richer than you are also no one, no one's listening to this and is rich. So you win a thousand dollars. You're better off than you've ever been in your life. I would, I would. Coda was a TV show when we started saying it was going to be the Oscar winner. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were, yeah, yeah, early on it. We were early on Coda. We were early on Troy Kotzer. Yep. We saw the speeches he was making. Mm -hmm. And we knew this is a guy who people are going to want to see on that stage. And that makes the difference. That's what makes these things so difficult if you're not watching and you're not intently seeing what the reaction is to these people and when they speak, right? Because, you could have a guy or a gal or a person, person who is up on stage just kind of going through the motions and people are going to start thinking, I don't want to hear this person talk again. And that has happened before, mm-hmm. right? So when we're talking about someone like Brandon Frazier, and listen, I'm not going to – I might reveal something here in talking about this. I have a feeling that this is a – I mean this is going to be a long road for him. And I don't know how many times people are going to want to see him say the same things and do the same things and give the same speeches, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that is one of those things. If you're the front runner now, people can get exhausted with you. Yep. They're going to want somebody new, yep. right? They're going to yeah, be like, yeah, is- yeah, you're crying. We get it. You're yeah. sad, whatever. You put on a fat suit. We get it, right? I mean, there might be an element of that. Right, right. Yeah, you look at the year that Brad Pitt won his supporting actor Oscar – in 2019 the oscars of 2020 and a big part of why he won obviously he's a giant star you know beloved been around a long time he was due but he did a great job of every time he won a precursor award he gave a great speech that was different than the last one he hired a bunch of daily show writers which i think they got he got they got their money's worth where every time he gave a speech new jokes new self-deprecating quips. And that is the big reason why he did win the Oscar because people wanted to hear the next speech. So part of what we're going to do here, analyze the speeches and discover whether or not that speech 
is going to lead to a win on the next award show. And there's nobody better at that than Clayton. He's that no. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know, and I know the actors that are good at glad handing at the parties. And one of the reasons it was difficult to choose who was going to win in these COVID era Oscar, you know, nominations and award shows is because they weren't allowed to be face to face at parties. Mm-hmm. And famously, someone like uh, Eddie Redmayne, who upset Michael Keaton as best actor, mm-hmm. was because he was personable at the parties. Mm-hmm. Right? Rami Malek, that, same that thing. Seems crazy. Uh, if you can believe that he's he was personable, but people wanted to glad hand with Rami Malek, one of the reasons why he won. Right? These are the things that you have to keep track of and read about and think about and know about. And that is where we come in. Right. And that is where perhaps this year, Austin Butler as Elvis, he could, he could walk a path that Eddie Redmayne and Rami Malek have paved for him, which is glad hand, glad hand, glad hand. It's a possibility, a little tease for something that we might be talking about on future episodes. And you know where it starts? If he has a great SNL, mm-hmm. if he is a great SNL host, that is such a great momentum builder. Now, I'm, I don't want to blow up your spot, Nick, but I do want history to be in the history books. We've been okay. texting, and I mentioned Austin Butler, and you poo-pooed it. Mm-hmm. You poo-pooed it. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say right now, mm-hmm. when Austin Butler wins, you're going to be eating some crow instead of steak. That's all I'm saying. Okay, this is actually an important distinction between me and the BO boys and mm-hmm. actually what sets us apart and why ultimately I was not uh, a part of your podcast mm-hmm. because you guys take quality out of the equation. Totally out in every scenario. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, the father, Nick Turner, I take into account a performance, um, which you shouldn't. And that is the difference. And I've won three times or two, depending on how many times, uh, or depending on how you quantify it, it's two. They're still um, counting the moonlight, folks. Pat, so you haven't won. Know. Clayton won once. And um, I think the difference maker is that little je ne sais quoi mm-hmm. that I personally have an ability to detect. Yeah. You, 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 listen, you have a nose for quality. Yeah. And... and Clayton and I, we've plugged our noses up long ago. So Elvis is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, and, and I appreciate that. I don't think all of it matters. But I do think the fact that it was not an enjoyable experience matters. And it seems like they got that beautiful boy in there. Mm-hmm. And they're just torturing him in this awful movie. And what Tom Hanks is doing is... I don't know. Getting I mean, him a supporting collusion. Mm-hmm. Because it's the worst, single worst performance I may have ever seen in a a, a movie that I wanted to see by a guy I like. So um, he made up this insane accent, like he's a Martian. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you and, talking about Will Smith no, and King Richard, or are you talking about Tom Hanks? I'm talking about both of them. Okay, yes. Thank so you. you didn't like in Elvis when Tom Hanks was running around uh, yelling. Put on the Santa Claus sweater. Put on the Santa Claus sweater. Yelling at Elvis to put on his Santa Claus sweater for the for the Christmas concert. No, there were zero moments in that movie I enjoyed. Okay, 
Well, the thing is, Austin Butler seems like someone who's going to be great at glad handing at the parties. He is going to he is going to want this in a way that Rami Malek wanted it, in a way that um, uh, Eddie Redmayne wanted it. And I think he's going to be the guy out there kissing babies and shaking hands and, and oh. uh, patting fannies. And he's going to be singing Elvis with songs consent, at with these consent. parties. Patting fannies with consent. No, 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 no. Patting it only takes one consent. for him to be done. So uh, I do. There's, there's a segment uh, idea that I have. Okay. I love um, it. And Why I'd not like do to, it live on air? I'd like to highlight one movie every week. Okay. Okay. Where we do a deep right. dive on all of the relevant categories and how they connect to that movie, whatever. Love it. Um, and I'd like it to be a movie like whatever movie is easily most easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Elvis is a movie that is on HBO Max, if I'm not. Oh yeah, it's very mm-hmm. easily. Accessible. So Absolutely. why don't we start with that one, and then <clears throat> next week we can start our first deep dive into whatever the movie is with Elvis. Okay, great. So and say, we talk you're about saying... the terrible Baz Luhrmann, mm-hmm. the awful Tom Hanks, okay, and the cutie with no one to love him, Austin Butler. Love it. This will give Clayton and I a week to build our case for perhaps best picture and best actor winner Elvis. What's so worse we'll... is I, I might have to rewatch it. Oh, I we definitely all have to rewatch it at least once. In the yeah. It'll be week. a pleasure. Yeah. Okay, so our first on half speed. Our first movie that we break down, Elvis, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this again. Um, so what else do you think we've learned last year that will apply? Obviously, get in early on these underdogs that aren't really underdogs. It's just the bookies don't know that they shouldn't be the underdogs. Watch the speeches. I think that's going to be a big theme of of our series is keeping track of speeches, keeping track of public appearances by the nom- yeah. the nominees. You're also going to want to w- watch uh, what else they get nominated for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I I would like to go uh, to talk about the Spirit Award nominations a little bit. Let's do it. Yeah, um, do because it. there are you know we could talk about the odds for the Oscar races. But they're nuts because there's 25 movies in each, you know, conversation. And we don't even know what's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But the Spirit Award nominations are out. Mm-hmm. And I think that if, let's say, Best Picture, if we just talk about Best Picture, if you, uh, w- if you think to yourself, every single movie that got nominated for a Spirit Award has a better chance of winning Best Picture than the movies that didn't get nominated for a Spirit Award. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is, especially now where the odds are, plus mm-hmm. 1,000, plus 1,400. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to go through a little just to let people know what kind of a predictor the Spirit Awards are for the Oscars. Okay. Um, and so I was, okay, so I'm looking up uh, the winners for the spirit awards and there is a lot of overlap with the winners for the Oscars. And, and that's become more pronounced the last 10 years, I would say. Oh, for sure. It used to be indie like movies, set of movies and Oscar movies by studios become really blended. You know, you look at the eighties and nineties, these indie spirit nominees and winners were 
legitimately independent micro-budget movies. Now, the indie spirits are kind of just the Oscars with, uh, you know, worse food at the dinner, basically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, can we kick this off? Let's just look at the best feature nominees for the indie spirits, all right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I just wanted to... um just talk about which uh how how often they share the winner okay. before okay. we get into yep. it go sure. for it um uh sure. Sure. last year it kind of was like there wasn't a lot of connection maybe the lost daughter was the only nominee it won spirit award mm-hmm. but i think it's the only movie in that category that was even nominated for best picture um the year before nomadland also won best picture yep um the year before that the farewell won um was not nominated for Best Picture that year. Was not no, nominated. No Oscar nominations. It, it, everyone thought it might get a screenplay, and it didn't even get that. The year before that, if Beale Street could talk, also, I don't think that was nominated. If it was nominated, it was never a contender. It, it didn't win Best Picture. It got the win for Supporting Actress at the Oscars, but... The year didn't, before didn't that, Get, get Out. The year mm-hmm. before that, Moonlight, also Best Picture winner. Yep. The year before that, Spotlight, also Best Picture winner. Yep. The year before that, Birdman, also Best Picture winner. Wow. Um, so there are... Year before that, 12 Years artist, a Slave, also Best Picture yeah, winner. Yeah, The Artist, also Best Picture winner. Mm-hmm. So I think if you want to start betting now, which we do, um, and you look on Bovada, uh, what, what else? A Bet US mm-hmm. was another website that had Oscar lines and People's Choice Awards. But I think just if you want to put money in today, which I... We cannot stress enough, the earlier the better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put money in today, look at that list, look at the odds uh, on one of these websites for that movie that is nominated for Spirit Award and put some money in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you look so, if you look at the nominees this year for Best Picture at the Indie Spirit Awards, Bones and All, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Our Father the Devil, Tar, Women Talking. I would say out of those five, there are three very solid will be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars movies. I think Everything, Everywhere, Tar, and Women Talking, those are slam doinks to be nominated for Best Picture. And I think if you're starting to get early money in there, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is going to end up one of two or three movies that come Oscar night have any chance to win Best Picture. Absolutely. It ticks so many boxes Yeah, for what this Academy is looking for in a Best Picture. Yep. And and it was, listen, we're the B.O. boys, Clayton and I, and Everything Everywhere All at Once is one of the big box office stories of the year. You know, it only, you would look at it and you say, oh, this movie made 70-something million dollars domestic, the Spider-Man No Way Home, the three different Spider-Men made what five six hundred million domestic, but everything everywhere all at once is seventy million was such a surprise, was such a great run. That box office is going to help it be a potential big Oscar player because it was such a, you know, for its level phenomenon with audiences. And so many people have seen it, and so many people will be able to see it. Mm-hmm. It is available now on, uh, you know, PVOD, obviously, but it's now on Showtime. It's available yep. to watch at home on Showtime. So yep. a lot of people are going to be seeing that movie again yep. or seeing it for the first time at a very important juncture yep. 
You could you could watch all of Californication, all five seasons, and then you could watch everything everywhere all at once on Showtime. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And then we look at Best Director. I mean, we've got Todd Field for Tar. That's mm-hmm. a, that's almost guaranteed slam doink mm-hmm. for a nom 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 for Best Director at the Oscars, right? You've got the two directors uh, for Everything Everywhere All at Once. They're definitely getting nominated. Sarah Pauly, Woman Talking, again, that's Women Talking. That's probably going to get nom, a nom, nom, nom. So, I mean, these are crossovers, obviously, but there's three of the possible Best Director nominees right there. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, we, you know, Nick, you very smartly mentioned that the things that don't get nominated, that's a big tell, too. And something that did not get any Spirit Award nominations was The Whale. Mm-hmm. Darren Aronofsky's The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser, which, you know, not every movie is eligible for the Indie Spirit Awards. It's You have to be under a certain budget, and you have to uh, be have that indie cred. But The Whale was eligible, and they just did not nominate it for anything. So, guys, Brendan Fraser, on all the gambling sites now, he is the favorite for Best Actor, do you think the Indie Spirit Awards snub matters? Is this an early tell or is this just a blip? I mean, obviously anything is possible and things happen every year mm-hmm. like this um, where like Lady Gaga wins the Golden Globe and then, you know, it's like a ju- she's, you know, it's not that's not a real award. Right. Um, but uh I think that it's definitely bad news for the movie, for Brendan Fraser, and mm-hmm. for the front runner on gambling websites. And if you're putting minus 150 money, if you think to yourself, I have $100 and I want to have $150 in four months, you're an idiot. Right. You want to have $1,000. Right. Right. So you yeah. put it on tar, maybe. Right. I-, I think that the buzz for this movie is toxic like people do not from what i'm hearing people do not like this movie and all these sites are having it as a you know best picture nomination i just really think this movie is going to be divisive in a way that isn't like green book was divisive where green book is is a middle of the road sort of movie that had its problems right but you could see why people would like it like the whale definitely looks like something that is going to be an acquired taste in a way that I think the people who are slurping on Brendan Fraser, which nothing against Brendan Fraser, right? They want this comeback story to happen so bad that it's a very internet driven phenomena. And we know that tweets aren't ticks, right? The real world does not happen online, especially with Academy voters. So, I mean, I, I think there's a chance he doesn't even get a nom-nom-nom for Best Actor. I mean, that's a distinct possibility by the end of this, that he is not even nominated for an Oscar. I wish that these gambling sites uh, would allow us to make bets on the nominees, because I, I think that would be, A, it would be fun, but it would really give experts like us a real uh, another opportunity to really clean up. Because the the odds on Brendan Fraser not getting a nomination would be staggering. And I think that's a place where someone like Clayton could really make some money if he put 
50 bucks down on Frazier and not even getting a, nom- a nomination. And, and the thing is, too, Aronofsky is not really a Academy darling. Well, I mean, he, did, he got he, a he got a nomination for Black Swan, right? But he did direct Natalie Portman to an Oscar. You know, he he's had an actor who won a Best Actor, you know, Best Actress. Well, so Michael Showalter big. just did that last year too. And do hey. will we see Michael Showalter get another Oscar? Nom nom nom. It's possible, but it's not a guarantee. So that's I, not always a guarantee. No, it's not a guarantee, but it is a big deal that he, he's definitely a director of people who get nominated. But I, I, when it comes to Brendan Fraser, I do agree. This snub for the Indie Spirits could be very telling. You know, mm-hmm. th- this could be something that three months from now people are pointing back and they're saying, oh, that's why he's not getting any of these precursor wins because he didn't get the Indie Spirits nomination. And this is where daring stuff should be nominated. And this right. movie might not be daring. It might just be bad. Right. We'll see. And we, again, quality of- doesn't matter, but it matters in the sense of if it's un- – I'm not saying it's going to be unwatchable, but if it is – if it is truly a terrible movie. Right, right. Nick, your audio, we can't hear you, sir. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there you I go. You have, you. The, so you have the I, cough button going. Also, that movie takes place in one room, which is a killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not up. For, we're not trying to get Brendan Fraser a Tony Award nomination. We're trying to get him a, a, nominations for movie awards, <laughs> for motion pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, listen, we'll. I think we do have to do an episode on The Whale over the course oh, of the series, yeah. well, once yeah. we see it, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's certain movies that we yeah we we can't avoid. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's the front runner for best actor. We got to do an episode. We got to do an episode. And listen, I do think he'll get the nomination, but I definitely think he is a a soft favorite in that category to win. Can uh, I tell means- you um, the name of the actor that? I already want to win, and I'm worried it's going to color go, myself going forward. My sure. my my uh, predictions, Bill Nye. Okay, have you I, seen his movie? This, no, didn't even know he was in a movie this year. Okay, I uh, just I watched the trailer. It looks mm-hmm. very serious, mm-hmm. and he's great. But I he's just someone that I, as a, a fan of the working title. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've watched love actually maybe 10 times. Right. Um, right. And, um, one of the things most often said in our house is my dad, mm-hmm. which, uh, is from, uh, the, uh, uh, about time mm-hmm. starring Dom Gleason and his dad, Bill Nye. And there's one part in it where he just says it really weird. My dad. <laughs> and uh, between Lyra and I, we've said that over one million times. Um, I just love Bill Nye. And so you're hoping he's this is the old guy, uh, Christopher Plummer sort of Yeah, because situation. he's an actor. He's a British actor. He mm-hmm. starred it. You know, he, you know, he was a, a, a great stage actor. Mm-hmm. Went to the movies. A great you know, lauded actor, one of the best, never been nominated for an Oscar. I think it's a great story. It's not a story of someone who's been nominated 18 times, Mm -hmm. which I think is fucking boring because Mm -hmm. that person won 18 times Mm -hmm. because they got Mm -hmm. to do the whole thing. This guy's never done anything. Right. Right. Anyway, that's it. And, and listen, you know, we're going to, we're going to give a lot of tips and, 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 uh, knowledge of, of, 
how the awards often go in the past. And one thing we've learned is being British helps Mm -hmm. because Americans will always think British people, if you have that accent, you're better and you're smarter than us. It's just ingrained in us to think that accent equals quality equals uh, intelligence. And so Bill Nye, he's British. And I think, listen, I don't think obviously he's a favorite here, but that's something that could help him in this is that he is British. He's got the British accent, therefore makes him more respectable to the American Oscar voter. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're black. I really helps. Yeah. That's a great combo. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a nice, that's a nice spot to be in. Um, yeah. Are there, are there any, you know, looking long range, Clayton, is there anyone that you're rooting for in these awards? Is there someone, whether it's nomination, win, is there a personal favorite that you have an actor, an actress? Um, no. Okay. No, I, I am, I'm not letting that cloud. Well, not letting a cloud. We're just saying as a person, could you, could you think as a person for a minute? Tom Cruise, best actor. Yes. That's what I I assumed you would have said from the start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For what? How dare you? Not the Elvis movie. For the biggest phenomenal hits that brought back theatrical films. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Tom Crowd Pleaser. Like, no. Who did you think I was talking about? I thought you were talking about Tom Hanks. For Elvis, I was like... Tom Cruise, no. yes. That is, okay, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I had not seen any of these movies. I don't even know what these movies are. That's me. I don't know what any of the movies are besides Everything Everywhere All at Once, and I think that's like a martial arts movie that mm-hmm. time travels. Yep. And that's Nailed all it. I know about all those five movies. I don't know fucking anything, and I, at the end of this, I will have seen every single nomination for Best Song. Uh, that's just the way this shit's gonna go, mm-hmm. and so we're in this together, and as we'll say a lot, watching all the movies is not how you win. Um, but it is something that gives you perspective and I think is ultimately helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, the more knowledge, the better. That's just a fact. But, but never watch the shorts. Don't watch never the watch shorts. Never watch the shorts. It doesn't Do not help watch to the watch shorts. the shorts. Never watch them. Yeah. Never watch them. The so, okay, we've never figured out a real good way to predict shorts because there isn't because it's like when you get to judges on your ballot and there's like 48 judges you're supposed to, and you don't know, they don't even have, they don't even have parties attached to them. You're just picking people based on, you know, how many umlauts are in their last name. I mean, there's, there are some, some hacks when it comes to the shorts, obviously Kobe Bryant's involved. Yeah, if there's a if there is a big celebrity who could win the Oscar for a short, that helps. You know, the year the Obamas had a short, they won the short because, of course, let's get the Obamas on stage. And Holocaust. Yeah, that's the other big Holocaust. one. If there is a, a Holocaust short, that is your favorite. That humbled win. me. You guys, yeah. you guys, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I got that wrong that year. Yeah. You, you got to go with the Holocaust shorts. You know, the, maybe Holocaust movies aren't as hip as they used to be and aren't going to win you the big prizes, the best picture, the best actors anymore. But there's still... can't bring a date to Holocaust movies anymore. Right. But there's still a juggernaut in the short categories. 
Mm-hmm. Now, so, now, I don't think the Obamas won a short. Didn't they win documentary? Or they, they won, won best documentary, documentary for yes. the auto uh, right. American factory one. Factory, yeah. Yeah. So, guys, is there anything else that we want to talk about in this first episode here? I think we've set the stage for what's to come, which is we're going to analyze these categories, start giving people info on when they should start laying their bets. Um, look ahead to, you know, the thing is, it's not just betting on the Oscars because you can't do months of a, a weekly show just about one event. We're going to be laying bets on all these precursor awards. Obviously, we could. Listen, we could do this. Okay. Daily, yeah, I, I think show. that we should uh, give out, uh, and obviously this is this is new. We're just diving into this fully today. Um, but we should give out some suggestions. Um just looking at Bovada. Mm-hmm. Bovada, possibly the most reputable of the websites we're going to be talking about. Um, cleanest uh, interface, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Best actor, Brendan Fraser, uh, minus 180. Bonkers. Okay. So everybody else. Um, and this is, uh, I don't know, we'll go, we'll go with the top five people here. Okay. Oh, okay. Austin Butler plus 450. Colin Farrell plus 550, I guess for Banshees of Insurance. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman plus 1200. Bill Nye, Brad Pitt, Harry Styles plus 2000. Adam Driver, Christian Bale, Jalen Hall, Vigo Mortensen plus 2500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we're, yeah, we're getting Wait, that. Vigo Mortensen is up for Green Book again. They yes, just like that Book performance two, so much. Yeah. It was just a pitch that they uh, liked in the room. They put it up for Oscar and it got nominated. Um, so let's, I mean, here's the thing. Colin Farrell was for a little bit the favorite. Um, and he is still a guy that it's possible that he could win this because he is a guy that's due Mm -hmm. in a lot of people's eyes, you know, but there's something there for me that's not connecting. And I just don't believe he will win at the moment. Now, those things can change. He's a he's a guy like we were saying. He could give a great speech or he could give a very embarrassing speech mm. or he could be really good in the rooms with people or he could be, wow, this is a little bit overbearing. We don't know. We have to see how he reports himself during these parties. So mm. he is definitely in the running there. I mean, Austin Butler, I mean, I think that's a good bet. I would put money on that right now. I would too. I I put you know. I I would start putting down like a twenty on him. You know I okay I would yeah get, let's I would let's, get a little awesome. Say money. we each have fifty bucks. Right. If you had fifty bucks, you know how much of you what would you put on what? And obviously, so Bill Nye is plus two thousand. Why not throw ten dollars on? Me? Right. Right. That could turn into two hundred dollars in a few months, and it just gives me something to 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 root for, my guy. Mm-hmm. It's a nice way to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 not a bad thing to to imagine yourself. You're going to be watching the award show, so why not have ten bucks on your favorite long shot? Because mm-hmm. if they win, then you'll be incredibly happy. You're getting a stake at M Wells, exactly. So mm-hmm. I so if we're if we're putting fifty bucks just in this best actor category, I think I would lay maybe. 20 a piece on Colin Farrell and Austin Butler for and I would 2500 and I would Christian Bell, yeah and I would throw like 10 bucks on Tom Cruise right now Tom mm-hmm. Cruise and where is he he's not even on this he's not you can't even 
You can't oh, even okay. uh, get him on Bovada, but it's possible you get him on BetUS. Those on are the bet, two that we saw. On bet, you, that's what I was looking at, sorry. Yeah, on oh, BetUS, okay. uh, Tom Cruise is plus 1,500. Okay. Um, right. Any best picture early thoughts? We got, uh, these are the front runners in order. The Fablemans plus 120. Babylon plus 400. Everything Everywhere All at Once plus 600. Tar plus 1,000. Banshees of Insurin, also 1,000. Women Talking, 1,000. Here's something that I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And again, this is all on intuition, speculation, and buzz. Babylon is being touted as it's going to be this kind of juggernaut, Oscar juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, First Man was supposed to be a big movie for him, too. I feel like that movie is going to be is going to underperform at the underperform at the box office and really underperform at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be totally a mess. And I think that movie, everybody's talking about Babylon, 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 but not a lot of people have seen it. That I don't think is going to be a heavy favorite at all. I really think it's going to fall off the Oscar map in a few weeks mm-hmm. to months, mm-hmm. you know? That's a movie I'm very low on. Well, what, what about I wouldn't Elvis? put any money near Bob Babylon. What about Elvis at plus three thousand uh, for Best Picture? <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, I guess I'd put ten bucks on that. I don't see Elvis winning Best Picture. I do see Austin Butler winning Best Actor. But I, my money would be on Everything Everywhere All at Once. I would put fifty dollars on that right now. All of it. I would put fifty dollars on that right now. Wow. Okay. I, I mean, I agree. I think that is the thing to get some early money on because I think the closer we get to the Oscars, those odds are going to change drastically. I could see everything everywhere all at once being, you know, minus something uh, within a couple of months or not, if not a couple of weeks. But I would get in on that. And the other I'd put a couple of bucks on for best picture is women talking. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we're two years in a row where a female director has one best director. You know, you had the No Bad Land director last year, then you had Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. So Women Talking is Sarah Polly's new movie. She is just a uh, a veteran, beloved veteran of Hollywood. This movie, I think, is going to break through as the sort of indie movie that does well. And I would put some money on that for best picture. Maybe that's my, you know, throw five or 10 bucks on it now. Wow. And I want to jump in on something really quick because it's reminding me of like, again, what's hit this hard that these speeches are important. Because remember, when Jane Campion put her foot in her mouth last year, when she made that off color joke or she was trying to make a joke and it did not land. And that led to Power of the Dog losing Oscar votes and opening the door for CODA even more so than before. So like those things make a difference, right? Yeah. Being unlikable is not helpful. Exactly. And she almost lost. I mean, at that ceremony, we all thought this after that speech, we were like, she was, she's going to win director. There's no way they're just going to pull that and give it to a dude. They're not going to do that, but they're definitely not going to give that movie best picture. And they didn't. And that's the power of a bad speech. That's the power of the dog. Mm-hmm. A dog of a dog speech. speech. Yeah. 
Okay, that is our first episode. We thank you so much for joining us and listening to us. And uh, I can't wait to get rich. Yeah, me too. Let's all get rich together. Okay, Clayton. uh, For Nick, for Clayton, and for Pat, we can all say all at the same time that the show is over by saying, watch Elvis. Uh, Go watch Elvis on HBO Max. If you don't have a password, text Pat, and uh, he'll give you his. Oh, I got a bunch. Um, yeah. Anyway, watch Elvis. That's your homework. And we'll talk about it next week. Well, and listen to B.O. Boys. And listen to B.O. Boys every week. And twice a week. Twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, twice a week. And show me the money. Show me right? the money. The show me the money show. Uh, uh, a phrase Cuba Gooding Jr. did not utter on Oscar night. Did not. He got played off. That's a Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. We all think he said it. Oh, yeah. I was for sure he said it until I, I saw evidence that he didn't. Yeah. It's, it's he just loves but, everyone. But he did he say loves he was king of yeah. the world, which that was surprising. <laughs> he did say that. Uh, okay. That's our show. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.